Could you ever get rid of 98% of your belongings? Stay tuned as my guest shares how she did that and she also travels the world. Welcome to Got Clutter, Get Organized. My name is Janet M. Taylor and I am your host. This podcast is here to empower you to declutter your mind, space, and life. I want to say hello if you're a regular listener, and if you're listening for the very first time, I want to welcome you. I hope you are having a great start to your week, and in this episode, of course, I've got some exciting things lined up for you. We will be talking to Kayla Earring, and she is going to be sharing how she got rid of 98% of her belongings and became a minimalist. I will also be sharing my favorite product, app, repurpose, and book suggestion for this week. And my question for you, have you ever thought about becoming a minimalist? Did you know that the minimalism is an art movement that began in the 1950s and 60s in the United States? It started with a simple art pieces and then blended into fashion and clothing world, inspiring many different avenues of art and lifestyle choices. Minimalism lifestyle would then make their way into the architectural designs. So our special guest today brings a wealth of knowledge and her name is Kayla Earrig. She's a minimalist and a full-time traveler. In April, she got rid of an entire apartment and 98% of her belongings to travel full-time. That's April 2023. She now lives out of two backpacks and lives out of Airbnbs around the world with her husband. The process of getting rid of her stuff is the number one question she is asked and thinks there's a lot of interest in people leaving their bad habits behind to start over. She has a book about a digital nomad traveling coming out this month. And of course, there's a lot of discussion in terms of travel and being dis- and being organized. So sit back. This is one of those conversations you just need to like, sit back and really listen to. But also let a friend know that you're going to listen to a conversation with a woman who got rid of 98% of her belongings. Hello and welcome to Got Clutter, Get Organized, the conversation. I am excited because I'm here with Kayla Eric. And we're going to be talking about how she actually got rid of 98% of her stuff. Can you imagine? I can't even imagine. And I'm organized. So, Kayla, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Janet. So before we get started on, you know, your process and how, what made you start? And you have, it's writing from nowhere. Tell us about that. That's my website. So I um, started writingfromnowhere.com in a hostel kitchen in London in 2018. I had been traveling uh, to different countries for a couple, six or 
eight months, nine months. And I had been picking up odd jobs online to support myself. And I was just over it. I wanted something of my own that I like, I wanted a real business, not just to be ghost writing for, you know, doing random writing jobs. And I had no idea what would really happen. I mean, I bought that website on a whim, but I thought this is it. I'm like sticking my flagpole in the ground. And it took years, but now I have a full-time writing business that supports both me and my husband. And we are digital nomads. So we don't have homes, a home base. We just live out of Airbnbs with our backpacks and we are professional writers. (laughs) Wow. So then that takes me to this question is, how did you, I guess, motivate yourself to get rid of 98% of your stuff? But what was really the reason behind just wanting to become a minimalist? I have been a minimalist for a while and I have, we all find it that the less we have, I mean, okay, we all, I'm projecting, but okay, for me, the less I have, the better I feel. The less there is to clean, the less there is to tidy up, to look around and think, oh, I actually never used that. You know, like if I bought that thermos, oh, the sushi maker, who bought a sushi maker during lockdown and used it twice. And then you look at it and it makes you feel bad because (laughs) you think money wasted something I gave up and I quit. I don't know. It's kind of like a reminder of failures in a way to have all that stuff staring you in the books you never finished. So uh, to me, minimalism is peace. It's happiness. It's, oh, it's the best. So what was like that trigger? Because you gave up 98% of your stuff. And I know people who will be watching or listening are like, "Mm." they're probably (laughs) like just, you know, they're going through an emotional roller coaster just thinking of it. And it's not even their stuff, it's your stuff. Like, what was, was there some point where you said, you know what? And I know you shared and we, you know, you do, you, you look on the bookshelf and you're like, okay, I've had that book for years. You open the drawer and you realize, mm, you know, I've got two sets of measuring spoons and I'm really not that, <laughs> you know, I don't cook that much. So was it something, you know, and I know you basically do, you know, live all over the world, but was there something like, you know what, this is the day and I'm just going to do it. I couldn't live my ideal lifestyle with all my stuff. I couldn't travel full time. I don't have enough money to keep an apartment. So if you have enough money, you can travel. You cannot come back to your house for like five years. You auto set up electric automatic payments for your bills. Your plants will die. But what's going to happen? You're going to come back and everything will be covered in dust. If you have enough money to not worry about it, you don't have to worry about it. But I wanted to travel a full time, so nonstop. And I couldn't, I didn't have the money. So my, my stuff was holding me back. I had to choose between having an apartment full of things or doing what I wanted to do, which was traveling full time. And I did have some practice. So I did this six, uh, seven, eight months ago. This was whenever I got rid of my apartment, but I actually did it six years ago. Also, whenever I first became a digital nomad, and that was a lot harder for me. So if people think, oh, I could never do that. It would be so hard. I can honestly say it wasn't hard the second time, but it was very hard the first time. I struggled. I kept too much. I got a storage unit, never used any of it, the stuff in there. Then got rid of the storage unit and put things in my parents' basement, bless their hearts for taking my stuff. Uh, And then it sat there for five years. 
And I went back and got rid of all of it. We had a, a nonprofit come that takes stuff for Vietnam veterans and we gave them everything. It was like mixers and, you know, everything from that apartment. And a lot of it, well, everything that still worked, it sat in storage for six years. Uh, a lot of it was broken. The batteries exploded, destroyed the alarm clock. The clothes were out of style. Uh, stuff or something shattered. Uh, a shocking amount of it did not hold up in storage. I don't know what I was holding on to. It was difficult. <laughs> and, and a couple of things you said, number one, stir, storage, you know, and that is, that can be very expensive if you want to live around the world and then still have your stuff in storage. But like you said, you know, your apartment, you still have to pay the rent, the bills, et cetera. But also you realize that you didn't need the stuff. Cause I still remember when I was in between spaces, I had moved out of one place, the other place wasn't ready yet. So for uh, at least a couple of months, I was, you know, living with a friend and I realized, you know, I was able to live on just like a couple of suitcases worth of stuff and I didn't need all that stuff. So it is like an eye opening experience. So, you know, we're in a new year. Do you have any suggestions or tips for people? Maybe they don't, they're not ready to get rid of 98% of this stuff, <laughs> but just, you know, you know, giving them the encouragement and the inspiration to get rid of some of the stuff. Is there any tips or strategies that really helped you? Get rid of everything that makes you feel bad. If you look at that sushi maker and feel bad that your sushi was disgusting <laughs> and you're honestly not about to get back into sushi making, get rid of it. If a book you think, oh, it's a disappointment, I didn't finish this, but I didn't really like it, get rid of it. If you have pants that don't fit anymore and they make you feel bad, get rid of it. You're, I think the mental toll that our stuff are like, I'll say idle stuff, stuff we're not using. The mental toll that takes on you uh, is shocking. And I was shocked to find I got rid of half of everything in my apartments before I missed anything. I didn't miss any of it. My husband and I were like, why didn't we do this years ago? Like, why did we keep that beer maker that we were never that into? <laughs> and, uh, and you're right. You're right. Because statistics says 80% of the stuff we keep, we never reference again. And we wear 20% of our clothes, 80% of the time. So what you're doing is in accordance with what statistics shows is, you know, the less stuff we have, you know, we really use what we, you know, that small percentage. So, you know, now that you've gotten rid of a lot of stuff, you don't have that. So how do you, you know, organize maybe your day or just your time? What are some strategies, you know, in regards to that that you can share? I schedule my time week by week. So I come up with all the things I want to accomplish in a week. And then if I, and you know, this isn't for everyone, but I, you know, I'll say Monday, maybe I'll, you know, I'm a writer. Maybe I'll write that article that, for someone. And if I start Monday and I am not feeling it, then I'm not going to do it. I'm going to wait and, and I'll push it till Friday or Saturday if I have to. But I try to follow the energy that I have that day. And I find that I accomplish a lot more that way than if I just like try to force, you know, it's like nailing jello to a tree sometimes with like a task that you can't bring yourself to accomplish. And for my rule, if it's taking me twice as long, why am I doing this? Life's too short. And then if there's a deadline, there's a deadline. But if there's a deadline, I have a fire under me. So I'm not feeling that way normally. And for me, that's been like a very happy way to structure my time. If the sun's out and I can get everything I need to do done on, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I'm going to be outside on Monday and Tuesday. And that's good. And that's a good way to really just live life because, you know, you know, I'm the same way. There were times when 
I know, and that, and this is just because of, of my routines and my habits, I know that once I go outside, feel the sun, you know, I'm going to feel different about when I come in and work. So there are times when, like you said, you got deadlines. So I know I just cannot leave this house because once I go outside, see the trees, see the flowers, <laughs> you know, see some of my neighbors, it's different. So you're right. A lot of times you do have to go with your energy because if you don't, then, you know, you're going to have to work twice as hard and you're going to, you know, really feel stressed out about about it as well. Well, Kayla, thank you so much for just sharing your story on how you got rid of a lot of stuff. And you, and I believe in the beginning of this year, you're going to encourage somebody to maybe look differently at the stuff that's just been collecting dust that they thought they needed, but they really didn't. So how can those watching as well as listening connect with you? Uh, if anyone would like to read more about the specific experience of getting rid of your stuff to travel, I just wrote a book on this topic. Um, it's called How to Be a Digital Nomad. And uh, maybe that can be linked up in the show notes for people to find it. And if anyone wants to connect and say hi, um, I, I live online at writingfromnowhere.com. And anyone can send me an email. My name's Kayla. My email is Kayla at writingfromnowhere.com. I welcome hearing from anyone about anything that you're interested in talking about. And of course, as you know, I will have all of Kayla's information, all the links, social media platforms in the show notes below. Well, Kayla, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Janet. So how are you feeling after my conversation with Kayla? Are you feeling like you're ready to get rid of some stuff? I'm sure you're not ready to get rid of 98% of your stuff, but I'm sure there's a there's something here and there that you can toss. So now we're going to transition to Taylor's tip time. And this is a time where I'll be sharing at least five practical tips, possibly to help you declutter an area of your home and life. So let's talk about the first area we can tackle. Let's talk about the kitchen and the appliances and the tools. That may be an area where you can declutter or minimalize a few things here and there. Do you have duplicates? Do you have triplicates? You know, sometimes we buy an appliance. We put the new appliance where it needs to be, but we still have the old one there. We have two, three, four sets of measuring cups. Do you really need all of those? And sometimes those tools and those gadgets that you used years ago, you no longer need anymore. And and also look at gadgets where it only really has one purpose. Now, you know, a lot of you out there are very creative. You can take something and use it for two and three different things. But if there's something specifically for one purpose, and do you use it often enough to justify taking up space in your kitchen? Number two, let's look at those closets. Let's clear out the things that we don't love the way it fits. We don't like the color. We just don't really like it at all. And we haven't worn it in maybe two, three, four seasons to kind of reduce, but also just make room. So when we go into those closets, there's like a flow going on. We are pushing and trying to shove things aside. Number three, the bathroom. You know, we buy things and I've done it myself. You buy something because you think it's going to make your something softer, something smoother, something shinier, your hair. And you try it and it just doesn't work. And you put it in the cabinet. Well, let's go in there and take all those things that no longer work. 
Number four, those arts, those crafts, those DIY, those tools. You know, there was a time when I would actually cover photo albums. I would take beautiful fabric and batting and all the little decorations. I don't do that anymore. One, because people don't use photo albums. But that's not a craft I'm interested in. So, if you do have craft supplies, art supplies, tools, you know, find somebody who can who can use them. At one point, years and years ago, and actually I would like to say decades ago, I was into sewing. I no longer really had an interest. I just needed the basics. I need some scissors. I need some thread, some needle. I don't need all those other things. So I gave them to a young lady who loves sewing clothes and making clothes. And number five, the beginning of the year, the calendars. Let's really look at, you know, sometimes you look at those calendars like, oh my goodness, I can't throw it away because it's got some beautiful photos. It may be time to let it go, specifically if it doesn't have anything important in there or anything related to your taxes that you need to kind of track, you know, and um, take account for. So the areas that you can, can, you know, kind of look at your kitchen, your closet the bathroom, those arts and crafts, as well as all of those calendars you're keeping because of the beautiful photos. So that's my tips for this week's Taylor's Time, Taylor's Tip Time. So now, of course, I would love to hear from you, especially if you enjoy listening to this podcast. Please leave a review on the platform you are listening to. I just want to thank so many people for, you know, some of you are just coming up to me which I really like, and just saying, hey, Janet, I've been listening to the podcast, and specifically, you know, the one in regards to uh, my conversation with Shante Copeland about the finances we did last year, and just how impactful that was, they said, yes, they said, even though, one woman shared, even though my my husband really is very good with the finances, and these are things that he's been saying for years, That conversation you had with Shantae was very, very impactful. So I thank you so much, Tanera. So, are you ready to get your life organized? It's a new year. Did you know that I have virtual sessions are available? Whether it's your paperwork, your schedule, or even your overall life, I am here to help guide you on your journey to organization. Visit my website at JanetMTaylor.com and schedule a complimentary 15-minute session. Of course, I always want to take a moment and just say thank you. Thank you, first of all, for listening, but also for following me on social media. And if you are not following me on social media, please check out my Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Pinterest. And I actually have a specific board about minimalism, for those of you who are thinking about that. And don't forget to follow me on YouTube as well. Because on YouTube, if you didn't already know, that is where the conversations of just me and my awesome guests are. And of course, make sure you click the bell for reminders. And of course, if you are thinking about getting your life organized, but you really need some a community to help you, Don't get overwhelmed by yourself. 
join my Facebook group, Living Life Totally Organized. It's a free community of women supporting each other on their journey to living a life that is totally organized. And it's free to join. So join today and each week we continue the conversation we start on the podcast. Well, do you kind of know what time it is? Are you doing like maybe you're dancing in front of the kitchen sink or move the coffee table aside because you know it's Tuesday, Tuesday time and you're maybe looking around your home or your office and trying to figure out what I need to get rid of. Well, this Tuesday, Tuesday, I want you specifically in your home office, in your office outside of your home, let's tackle the things we have posted on our walls. You know, it could be the post-it notes to remind us of things, could be things on bulletin boards. You know, I have those huge post-it notes and also have the uh, flip chart sheets that can actually be posted on the wall too. So was it time to get rid of those from 2023, 2022 or earlier? So it's time to just kind of look at the walls and say, you know what, that's been up there for two years. That's been up there for three years. So this starts at Tuesday. Let's tackle the walls. So now let's move on to my exciting news because there is still time. There is still a couple of days left where you can register. So if you're tired of the constant chaos in your life, struggling to find what you need or always running late, well, we've got the solution you've been searching for. Join me for my free webinar, Jumpstart 2024 Organized. It's a time to break free from the clutter and embrace a more organized, stress-free year ahead. During the 60-minute webinar, You'll discover the secrets to decluttering your space and managing your time effectively. Say goodbye to the frustration and hello to a more organized year and you in 2024. But here's the catch. It's absolutely free. (laughs) Yes, you heard that right. No cost, just priceless strategies to transform your home as well as your life and So register, there's a link in the show page. Don't miss out on this opportunity to finally take control of your life and create the organized environment you deserve. So make sure you mark your calendars for this coming Wednesday, January 17th, 2024. Again, that's January 17th, 2024 at 7 p.m. And it's time to unlock the keys to an organized life. And basically, it'll be me having a conversation with you. I'll be answering your questions. I love doing this every year. I just love it. So, are you just really, you know, ready to really kind of think about some strategies to really get your life organized well coming up now i'm going to talk about my app suggestion and my app suggestion is offer up because offer up they've got facebook marketplace they've got so many other things but that is the way because a lot of times you say janet i've got things i just can't give away i made an investment in them well sell them online and if you don't know how to do it or if you're saying janet i don't even have the time There is somebody that you probably know that actually can do that. So check out OfferUp, Facebook Marketplace, etc. Awesome. 
when you're looking for the right tools to keep yourself organized. One tool that I love that you can use so many different ways are command hooks for your keys, for your hats. Some people put them, actually I saw somebody put them on the back of a cab, kitchen cabinet and they had all their measuring cups there because that was like a little cabinet with all their baked goods. So check out my Amazon shop and check out all the variety of command hooks. I just love them again for coats. I mean, not, yeah, well, you can put a coat on there because actually I actually saw one. It was so cute. A friend had a, a hook and it was lower on the bottom of her door and it was for her daughter. So when her daughter, who was about three at the time, would come home, take her coat off and put the, put it on the hook, start them off young. Or maybe you've got kids and they've got the IDs, etc. Maybe they're in school or maybe they've got a part-time job. Give them a hook so they can always find it. And then, of course, my repurpose suggestion is for the plant lovers. And, you know, and I also have a Pinterest board specifically for repurposing for the garden. But for you plant lovers... You know, a lot of times you want to find something because you, you you know, you're watering your plant. You need something underneath. Use some of those dishes. Maybe you no longer use them. Maybe you want to keep them. Use those dishes. Use those glasses. Use those jars. I use them all the time to start plants around here, which is why I have probably about 17 plants. But those are just some ideas. And if you have a creative way of repurposing something, please feel free to let me know. And of course, my book suggestion for this week is Messy Minimalism. That's right, Messy Minimalism. So, realistic strategies for the rest of us. So, before I wrap up, let me leave you with our weekly quote to inspire you on your journey to organization. Less is more. That's it. Less is more. Well, I want to thank you for tuning into this episode of Got Clutter, Get Organized. And please share the word about this podcast to your loved ones and on your social media followers. Because you know what? I know you're doing it because I see all the different ways that you are sharing it. And I so appreciate you. So, and also you can show your support by leaving a review and consider supporting the podcast as an individual or business. For more information, check out the links on the show page and visit my website at janinmdela.com for more information. And until next time, I want you to have a clutter-free day. But most of all, you have an organized week. Organization is a quintessential element of a clutter-free life. Join me as we take this journey together. Along the way, we will find the necessary answers to your organizing dilemmas. My name is Janet M. Taylor, and you are listening to Got Clutter, Get Organized. <music>